0: Hello and welcome to The New Adventures of Nero Wolf from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: Three chimes mean good times on NBC. You're invited every Saturday over most of these NBC stations to a one-hour concert by the renowned NBC Symphony. Tomorrow's symphony performance features Metropolitan Opera star Helen Trouble as guest soloist. For tomorrow's broadcast, the orchestra will be under the baton of the widely acclaimed conductor Wilfred Pelletier. For the world's great music, hear the NBC Symphony, brought to you tomorrow and every Saturday. Transcribe. Ladies and gentlemen, the ringing of that phone bell brings you Mystery Adventure. Nero
0: Wolf's office, Archie Goodwin speaking. Yes, who's calling? Mr. John
2: Blake? Well, is this a matter of business? That's fine, Mr. Blake, I'll just call him. Archie, I'm not here. Tell him I'm up in the plant room with the orchids.
0: Uh, I was going to call him to the phone, but he's up in the plant room with his orchids. Uh, What sort of a case is this, sir? Really? Really, is that so? Is it a man or a woman? Oh, I understand perfectly. It's a man. Well, at least that's something different. Yes, sir. Very urgent. I understand. And I assure you, Mr. Wolfe will be here waiting
2: for you. The fee? Oh, uh, shall we say about, uh, oh, a thousand? I will not see any client until after dinner. Fritz is having mountain quail on toast. Yes, Mr. Blake, come at once. What were you saying, boss? Confound you, Archie, nothing but business. All the time. What's the problem? I don't know. And at a
0: thousand dollars, considering our bank balance, I'll help him poison his (laughs) great-grandmother. chose to refer to as the case of the hasty will began, of course, with an urgent phone call from the mysterious John Blake. At the moment, Nero Wolfe was seated in his chair, which was specially built for his 300 pounds, and I was giving him a lecture on the importance of money.
2: Archie, that will do. I'm not interested. You will be when you learn you can make no more
0: purchases of beer and Skittles. You've passed up two cinch cases now. Each would have meant a healthy fee. Let us hope this Mr. Blake has a nice, fat problem that will take us days
3: to solve.
2: Archie! Yes, sir? Answer the door. Good evening. I'm John Blake.
0: Oh, yes, yes. Come in, Mr. Blake. You have no idea how welcome you are.
2: Archie, show Mr. Blake in and close the door. That draft is unbearable.
0: Uh, this way, sir. Mr. Wolfe doesn't care for anything resembling air. Oh,
3: I'm Archie Goodwin. Good evening, Mr. Blake. Mr. Wolfe, I have a little business for you. Now, before you say anything, I know you're not a lawyer. I'm not a member of the bar, let us say, Mr. Blake. Of course. What kind of business, Mr. Blake? I have here a short will, which uh, I have typewritten myself. I I haven't signed it yet. Uh, Also, I have here a sealed envelope containing a letter, which I want you to be prepared to deliver to the addressee.
2: A will and a letter. Very well. Yes, uh, do you know who I am? Seems that I've certainly seen you before. Oh, same here. I just can't place you. Well, I'm John Blake, president of the Plymouth Building and Loan. Oh, of course. I've seen your picture many times. You have a staff for the best attorneys in the city, Mr. Blake, and this is most assuredly the business of attorney. Perhaps. But in this particular instance, I wanted an individual
3: who had no interest in me, uh, nor a uh, previous knowledge of my affairs. I see. Also, I wanted the person who was, well, uh, shall we say, not too well fixed.
0: Well, you certainly could Archie!
3: Imagine Mr.
0: Wolf being in need of
2: money. Just wait, kind your attorney's handled this. You'll know in a moment. But when I leave here, I want you to forget the whole thing, uh, for the time being. Indeed. You have said it.
3: Here's the will. You may read it. Archie.
2: January 25,
0: 1951. To my daughter, Anita Blake, I do hereby bequeath all my property, personal and real, including the portrait painting of her mother, my dear deceased wife, Marcia Blake. This will supersedes any and all
3: instruments previously drawn.
2: Sure. Simple enough, isn't it?
3: That's all. Now, the pen, please, and I'll sign it. Now, then, you sign as witness, Mr. Goodwin. You retain the will, Mr. Wolfe, and the envelope here which is addressed to Hillary Brake, my brother, who is now living in this city. Your brother? He's just recently returned from 25 years in Australia. Though Hillary has written me several times, I have not favored him. We've, uh, we've been estranged these many years over, uh, well, a certain unpleasant situation which this enclosed letter will clear up. Are you in fear of your life, Mr. Blake? Murder? No, Mr. Wolfe. There was a time, yes, but, uh, well, not now. You will know what to do with the will and the letter, though, when the time arrives. Now, uh, as to your fee, you said uh, a thousand? Well, we usually receive... uh... A thousand will do. Well, here's a check. All made out. If you're thinking of suicide, Mr. Blake, we must warn you. If you don't care to go through with this, please say so. I'm not planning on suicide, I assure you. We have taken the job, Mr. Blake. And good evening, gentlemen, and uh, thank you for your kind indulgence. Well, that's the
0: simplest little thousand we ever made.
2: I believe, Mr. Goodwin, you're going to be quite surprised. I want you to get acquainted with John Blake's secretary. You will more than earn this thousand, young man. Archie. Archie, is that you?
0: Yes, boss. What time is it? It is 6 p.m. The clock is right in front of your eyes.
2: I'm thinking, Archie, it's very interesting. Very. An entire day has passed since the visit from John Blake. Did you learn anything from Blake's secretary? I did.
0: He left his office late yesterday, she said. His daughter, Anita, is quite upset because he didn't come home. Check his club? Yup. I didn't talk to the daughter, but I learned that she's engaged to a young fellow named Wilbur Martin... She told the secretary that her father had been acting strangely of late, a bit morose. And what does the daughter feel has happened? Anita's afraid he's been kidnapped.
2: You haven't met nor talked to any other than the secretary?
0: Not yet. So far, no one's called the police.
2: Good. We must, for the time being, prevent that. What did you learn of Blake's brother from Australia?
0: He's been here only a year. They've met only once or twice since his return. The secretary thinks the breakup was because of their love for the same woman. Hillary became very wealthy in
2: Australia. Very well, Archie. It is time for you to visit Miss Anita Blake at her home. I'd love to, boss. She's a mighty purty gal. Poy. Archie, you can do me a great service. Anything. Be sure to close it tightly as you leave. Close what?
4: The coal chute, of course.
5: I'm awfully glad
6: you could come, Uncle Hillary. Wilbur seemed to think you might know something about father's disappearance.
3: No, I don't know, Wilbur. Uh, I'm just as nonplussed as you are. When did you see your brother last? Oh, it's been four or five months. Why? Oh, I just wanted to know. What do you two think has become of him? Surely you know his recent actions better than I.
6: Well, at first I thought he'd been kidnapped. Now I'm afraid it's suicide.
3: Oh, I say, really now... Have you been putting such ideas into our head, young man? On the other hand, could have been murder. Indeed. Well, I suggest that the police be called. Hospitals, the morgue, every place. Have you thought of doing that, young man? I was going to. Oh, really? Then what are you stalling about? I'll just step into the library
6: and do it myself. Oh, it can't be, Wilbur. It just can't be.
3: Miss Blake, there's
0: a Mr. Goodwin to see your father.
6: Oh, I'll see him.
0: Thank you, Miss Blake. I'm Archie Goodwin.
6: This is my fiancé, Mr. Wilbur Martin.
0: Mr. Martin, how do you do?
6: What is it you want, Mr. Goodwin?
0: Is your father here, Miss Blake? Why,
6: no. No, he isn't.
0: What is your business, Mr. Goodwin? Why do you want to see Mr. Blake? As a matter of fact, I don't really want to see Mr. Blake because I don't think he's here. I came to see Miss Blake.
6: Just who are you?
0: I'm a detective. Police? Private investigator with Nero Wolfe. John Blake has disappeared. I know you're trying to keep it out of the press because you think he's been kidnapped. We have called the police. Oh,
6: what do you think has happened to my father?
0: I think he's dead. Oh, dear.
6: What, why do you think that?
0: Yes. Just what do you know, Mr. Goodwin?
3: Oh, Anita, I want to ask you a few questions. I think it's advisable Mr. Blake. To...
0: Yes? I, I thought you were done for. That is uh, it. I don't
3: think I... This uh... chap
0: is a detective. I'm sorry about this, Mr. Blake, but curiosity got the better of me. I hope I haven't wrecked things. What are you talking about? You remember the agreement. What agreement?
6: Mr. Goodwin, do you know who you're talking to?
0: Why, yes, John
6: Blake. Oh, no, Mr. Goodwin, this is my uncle Hillary, my father's brother.
0: Hillary? Hillary Blake?
6: Yes, my father's twin brother.
0: John and Hillary were twins? Of course. Well, that's news to me. I didn't know that. What did you know about him? Well, now that I look at him, now that I can recall his speech, there is a difference. And now, why do you think John Blake is dead? I've just come from police headquarters.
6: You mean he's been murdered?
0: No. From all indications, he's committed suicide. Suicide? Oh, Are you sure?
6: Poor father. Oh, I was afraid of this.
0: This morning, a hat and an overcoat were found on the East River docks near Pier 9. In the coat was a typewritten copy of a will made yesterday. The hat bears the initials J.B. There was a will? yes. Could you identify the hat and coat, Miss Blake?
6: Well, yes, of course.
0: Very well. Come in, Sergeant. This is Sergeant Hanlon. Miss Blake, do you recognize this coat and hat?
6: Yes. Oh, yes, I do. They... They were fathers. I... Oh, Wilbur.
0: Suicide? I can't understand it. But the hat and coat are not conclusive evidence. What about the will found in the pocket? Show them the will, Sergeant. Read it, Miss. You...
6: You read it, Wilbur.
0: Hmm. To my daughter, Anita Blake, I do hereby bequeath all my property, personal and real, including the portrait painting of her mother, my dear deceased wife, Marsha Blake. This will supersedes any and all instruments previously drawn. But no signature. I have the original. Here you are. Where did you get this? Notice the signature of the witness. Archie goodwin you witnessed his signature? In Nero Wolfe's office. But Mr. Blake had his own attorneys. Nevertheless, he came to Mr. Wolfe to take care of the will. And if we hadn't recognized him from his photos in the papers, I wouldn't have witnessed the signature. Anita, is this your father's handwriting?
6: Yes. Yes, it is, his. all right.
0: But this still isn't proof that he's dead, nor that he committed suicide, no corpus delecti. And the body may not be found for days. But this evidence we have here certainly indicates that a body will be found eventually. Maybe not, Mr. Goodwin. It's possible they could have... What were you going to say? Nothing. Miss Blake, in a way, I blame myself for your father's death. How do you mean? I had a sort of premonition. It's obvious now why he came to Nero Wolfe. Is it? He wanted someone who didn't know him personally. His own attorneys would have been able to see through his plan and prevent his carrying it out.
6: But he made a will. Why did he draw this new one?
0: Yes, that's what I don't understand. Well, I still am not convinced that he committed suicide. Mr. Blake, here is a letter he has to be delivered to you. oh, well now, perhaps it will shed some light on the problem.
6: What does it say, Uncle
5: uh,
3: Jove says uh, hmm. Hilary twenty-five years now, jealousy and bitterness have kept us apart. I know why you stayed in Australia all these years. I know you loved Marcia. she was rightfully yours, but I loved her too, and I couldn't go on without her. I know you've despised us both, and I've uh, pretended to despise you. I had to pretend, because I lied to Marcia. I told her you were engaged to marry a woman in Sydney. Marcia was innocent. I was to blame. Uh, When Marcia died last year, and you wrote that you were coming back, I knew then that your resentment had faded, but I didn't answer you, and I've kept away from you because I couldn't face you. I've told you all this because things have happened which you will learn soon enough, that have decided me to close my book and write Finney. I uh, have made a new will, leaving everything I possess to Anita. Anita is young, Hilary, and I beg you to watch after her as though she were your own, which, but for my selfishness, she might well have been. Forgive me, Hilary. Well, this, uh, this certainly indicates suicide.
6: But what does he mean by things have happened?
0: That, Miss Blake, is the motive, for which we'll just have to wait. Yes, for that and the body. Well, boss, up here in the conservatory a bit early, aren't you? How are the orchids?
2: Oh, it's a nice sunny morning. Even though it is around zero outside, the sun is fine for them. And behold, Archie... Huh? What is it? The dendrobium's chlorostale. Yes, indeed. What about it? Showing
0: two buds. Most encouraging. Indeed, indeed so. Boss, I can't take the steam heat here. Tell me, this painting of Marcia
2: Blake, is it large? It hangs over the Blake mantle, about three by four feet. I find it most intriguing that John Blake should mention the painting in so short a will. And Hillary, does he seem to offer any suggestion on this problem? He has
0: very little to say. Wilbur has definite ideas, and he's in there pitching all the
2: time. There's a rather unpleasant way about him, though. You have talked with Inspector Kramer? I have. And asked Miss Anita and Hillary to meet you at the morgue to look at the body? Right. And I left Wilbur out at this gathering. This body is practically unidentifiable, huh?
0: In Kramer's opinion,
2: it is. After you're finished down there, I'd like to have a chat with this Wilbur Martin.
0: Okay, but you'll get nothing out of him. I've tried.
2: Archie, you're becoming so conceited. Soon I fear I'll have to uh, fire you. If it were summer, I would forthwith resign. Run along and close our coal chute behind you.
4: Morning, Inspector Kramer. Up early. Yeah, Goodwin i just love to come down to this morgue. This is Miss Anita Blake and her uncle, Hillary Blake. How do you do? Good morning, Howdy
0: Mr. Goodwin. I hope you don't object too much to my joining the proceedings. Oh, I know, Wilbur. I suppose it's all right.
6: Please, Mr. Goodwin, what's happened?
0: There's a body here, rather badly bruised and cut and in a bad condition, but I think you should look at it. Oh, I... I'm sorry, Miss Blake, but I'm afraid it's necessary.
6: Well, very well. I'll be all right.
4: Now, I'd like to come along.
6: Oh, yes, Wilbur, you
5: must.
4: Well, come on, Miss Way. Yeah.
5: <gasps> Wilbur. Oh.
4: What do you say, Miss Blake? It...
0: Oh. Now get a hold of yourself, Anita. Please, you must.
5: Yes.
6: Yes, that's Father. And
3: you, Mr. Blake? <laughs> it's certainly hard to say. It looks as though it might be John. <laughs> was there no means of identification on the body? No jewelry or
6: Father never wore any jewelry.
0: There was nothing but this suit here. Nothing in the pockets.
6: That's Father's suit, all right. I know. Oh, why? Why did he do it?
0: Come along now. That's all for today. <laughs> Mr. Wolf, this is Mr. Wilbur Martin.
2: Ah, yes. How do you do, Mr. Martin? Sit down. Well,
0: thank you, sir. No, no, no. Take the red leather chair. That's right.
2: So glad you could come. Archie, uh, beer first. Uh, Tell me, Mr. Martin, you saw the body? I did. Whether it was John Blake or not, I'm not sure. But Anita feels positive enough. You are skeptical about the suicide theory, eh? Well, yes, I am. Are you trying to cast suspicion on someone else? No. He thinks he was murdered. I do. But not by you, of course. Certainly not. (laughs) But who would know that John came here, signed the will, and gave us the letter to his brother? He must have contemplated suicide, don't you think? Are you positive it was John Blake who signed the will? Hmm. How interesting. You think it was his brother Hillary who came here posing as John, huh? It could have been. But the
0: man was quite gray and had no Australian accent. Hillary could have dropped the accent for a short while and
2: grayed his hair. And they were twins. so enlightening, Mr. Martin. Do go on. After he left you here, he could have killed John and thrown him in the river. And left his overcoat and hat on the wharf.
0: And why would Hillary kill John? Well, I. Well, there may have been several
2: reasons. Maybe because of Marsha. Well, uh, several reasons. Tell me, did John Blake object to your engagement to Anita? No, why should he? I don't know. Amelia <laughs> asked. Anita Blake identified her father's handwriting. She identified the body. You still believe it's murder?
0: Maybe she only thought it was his handwriting.
2: You had best be careful, Wilbur. In trying to make a murder out of this, you might place yourself in a most unhappy position.
0: I checked the letter and the will with papers at John's office, and the handwriting is identical, in my opinion. Maybe Hillary is clever at forgery. Maybe. Did you have the experts check the writing? Not yet. Then
2: how can you tell unless you had a bona fide sample of Hillary's writing? Hmm. I take it that you found a sample of Hillary's writing? Some letters from Hillary to John? Yes. I found a package of them. In John's desk at his home. That, Wilbur, is most encouraging. Here they are. Several of them tied together. Some written in 1928 and a couple in 1948. Now we'll tell you something. We never thought John committed suicide either. Uh, you You didn't? No. And before you go, Wilbur, write your name here on this pad. Very well. Thank you so much. I hope we shall see you tomorrow. Well, I'm surprised, Inspector Kramer, to see you out in such inclement weather.
4: I like the cold spells.
2: Sit in the red leather chair.
4: <clears throat> Thanks. Good.
2: Have your experts finished checking the will and the letter?
4: Yep, but not all through with a package of Hillary's old letters that we'll found. What's the verdict? If this is forgery, it's the cleverest bit of forgery we've ever come across. My men say the will and the letter you received appear identical with the specimens from John's office.
2: Indeed, the will and the letter then do seem to have been written by John
4: Blake. Yes. But on the other hand, and this is unusual, by comparing this letter from John with a letter Hillary wrote from Australia in 1948, we found characteristics in both men's letters which were definitely similar.
2: Then, Inspector, you feel that Hillary might have written the letter and signed the will. That it was Hillary who came to my office?
4: It's a tough thing to prove, but I think that's being on the right track. Inspector, what about the rest of the package of letters I got from Wilbur Martin? They're still working on those down at headquarters. Uh, What about young Wilbur? So far, can't see much in him to worry about, but it's a bit early. Archie,
2: phone out to the Blake Mansion and tell Wilbur Martin that we've uncovered the whole thing. And if Wilbur's in on it, he'll be gone before you get there. We can pick him up later
4: Okay. I'll let you know about the rest of Hillary's letters.
2: Good. We won't phone out there until you're finished.
4: And I'll call you as soon as possible.
2: Archie, I want you to look into the affairs of the Plymouth Building and Loan Company. See what you can learn about the actual uh, stability of the company.
0: Okay. Boss, please put on your muffler and overcoat and open a window. A candle couldn't burn in this place. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm on my way.
6: it, Wilbur? What's
3: happened?
2: I came out as soon as I heard. Well, what's
3: happened? Speak up, man. You haven't heard? You don't know?
0: No,
6: what?
3: Look, look at these headlines.
6: Then building and loan crashes. Wilbur, what does this mean? It means
0: your father embezzled the funds of the company and he has gone to the wall. What? Yes, closed the doors.
6: Oh, no, Wilbur, no, I can't believe such a thing. I'm sorry,
3: Anita, but there it is in black and white. Then this is the motive for John's suicide. Why? Why? Because he, well, he knew he was caught. What else? He could have put the money back, couldn't he? Yes, but maybe he lost it by trying to make more to cover up the shortage. I don't think he lost it. You don't? No. Oh, nonsense. He must have. Else why would he kill himself? Maybe he didn't kill himself. Oh,
5: this is awful. Oh,
3: please, please, Anita. You mustn't worry. I know this is very embarrassing for you, but it isn't your fault. Now... Let me take you away for a while. We can run down to Mexico until this blows over. You won't take her to Mexico. You won't take her any place. Just what do you mean? What's wrong with you,
0: Wilbur? You're acting stupid. Your father may have fleeced the company, but I don't believe he lost the money. Wilbur. He hid the money, and your uncle Hillary found the hiding place, and he set up the suicide to cover your father's murder.
3: Hillary killed him.
6: Oh, you're crazy. You're out of your mind.
3: Why, this doesn't make sense. I have all the money I need. Yes, you have now. Pack your things, Anita. I'll phone the airport for reservations. You can't leave at a time like this. You won't leave this room. Do you know what can be done to you for threatening people with firearms? I'll call the police. You don't need to call the police. I've just talked to that detective, Mr. Goodwin.
0: He's on his way here. The police have uncovered everything. I know you killed John, and you have the money. Wilbur, you're out of your mind. I know what I'm talking about.
6: Get out of here.
0: Get out. I won't leave. No one will leave till
2: Goodwin comes. come in, Miss Blake. Mr. Blake, Mr. Martin, glad you were all able to accept my invitation.
4: You too, Inspector Kramer. Yeah, I know how glad you are. I could be here, Wolf. Please be seated, folks. Hillary was going to Mexico
2: on the next plane and taking Anita with him. Mexico? John Blake stole the money from the company, but Hillary found out about it and killed him. Mr. Wolf, this is utter nonsense. Mr. Blake, Inspector Kramer's handwriting experts have examined the will and the letter left with me. They have also checked them with your recent letters from Australia. Indeed. And your letters from Australia show a definite resemblance, having the same characteristics as the letter and the will you've given you give me. You mean you think that I signed the will and wrote the letter? Definitely. Tch, ridiculous. But there's something else. The will mentions a painting of Marcia Blake, Anita's mother. Archie, where is that painting? Did you bring it? It's here.
4: Uh, bring it in here, Sergeant
2: just a moment. I hope you don't mind, Miss Blake.
6: What are you doing to it?
0: Tearing off the paper backing of the picture.
2: Yes, and there you are. There's the reason for the whole thing. Bonds. Pasted in the back. Thousands of dollars in negotiable bonds. Then Hillary did know about the money. He killed John
3: for all this. He had a neat order the picture to be credited for shipping. I did no such thing.
2: Nevertheless, you didn't kill John Blake. Certainly he did. Look at these two letters from Hillary Blake to John here in America. What are the dates? September and November 1948. Those were supposedly Hillary's most recent letters to John. And look at these letters, June and July 1928. Notice any difference? All
0: are signed by Hillary, but the ones dated 1928 are not at all like the ones written in 1948.
2: Not the least similarity. The ones dated 1928 were written by Hillary. but those dated 1948 were written by John. Uh, John?
4: How do you mean? Carry on, Inspector. You're under arrest, Mr. Blake. Not for murder, because there's been no murder. You're under arrest on a charge of embezzlement.
6: Embezzlement?
4: Oh, but how can you... And you, Miss Blake, are under arrest... As an accomplice.
2: What? I don't understand. Mr. Wolf. Wilbur, you yourself unearthed the old 1928 letters rarely written by Hillary from Australia. The recent letters are not in the same handwriting. They were poorly forged by John in 1948. Furthermore, we checked with Australia and learned that Hillary Blake died in Sydney ten years ago.
0: And this man here is really John Blake posing as Hillary to escape the penalty for looting the company. Anita...
2: It just doesn't seem possible. Anita knew all about it. And they might have gotten away with it if they hadn't come to us, Archie. What a fantastic plan. I'm giving you back your thousand dollars, Mr. Blake. But I'm afraid it won't do either of you much good now. Thank you so much, Inspector Kramer, for dropping in. Well,
5: boss, that was a clever bit of deduction.
2: You really think so, Archie. It was quite a blunder for so clever a man as John Blake. Why did he make the mistake of coming to us? There are many holes in the plans of the criminal mind. He must have forgotten about the 1928 letters or he would have destroyed them. And
0: he underestimated Wilbur's intelligence.
2: And I thought he was a dope, too. But he was half right. He really slipped up on the body in the morgue. Inspector Gramer was most kind to cooperate with us in that little act. Anita was too eager to identify the first body she saw.
0: And the painting. You sensed there was more importance attached to it than the fact that it was a work of art. True.
2: Some beer, please, Archie.
0: Coming up, boss?
2: Now, that brings me to an unpleasant subject. What's that? You were talking about resigning. Are you still in that frame of mind?
0: Resigning? When did I say anything like that?
2: Then you're going to be content with conditions as they are? Why, of course. What are you saying? And you don't mind it a bit as long as this dreadful weather continues? Well, not
0: at all. I'm...
2: Don't mind what? Going in and out of the house through the coal chute. <laughs> 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 ah.
1: You have been listening to The New Adventures of Nero Wolfe, starring Sidney Greenstreet. Tonight's transcribed story by John Edison was based on the characters created by Rex Stout, and produced and directed by J. Donald Wilson. In tonight's cast were Harry Bartell as Archie Goodwin, and Victor Rodman, Louise Arthur, Hal Girard, and Bill Johnstone. Next week at this same time, Nero Wolfe and Archie will bring you The Case of the Disappearing Diamonds. Don Stanley speaking. Three chimes mean good times on NBC.